0: Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Michelle Miodoszewski. She's the owner at Niagara Therapy and occupational therapist. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. This is great. Yeah, excited to have you. So Michelle, why don't you start
0: and tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm an occupational therapist by trade. Um, So we work on day-to-day living and the the goal of life and function. Um, But the interesting thing is that we work with pediatric and adult populations. And so through the practice, we actually cover that full age spectrum um, from little ones all the way through geriatrics. So we are um, largely 3 to 99 is our age bracket. Um, but we have the practice, so it's Niagara Therapy, as you mentioned, and we're actually based out of Erie, Pennsylvania, so we enjoy our winters and our summers.
1: <laughs> I was going to say that's a very kind way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. We're see to you. Out, yeah,
0: we're trying to figure out if spring is
1: going to happen right now or not. <laughs> to to be determined. To be determined. I'm from upstate New York, so listen. You you're talking talking to the right lady. Uh, well, that's awesome. So talk to me a little bit more, kind of about the different services that uh, Niagara Therapy offers to you know the your their your. Uh, what do you say? One to ninety nine. One to ninety nine. So, yes, yeah. we do. Um, in the practice itself, it's occupational, physical, and
0: speech therapy, um, and so we specialize in the neurological population. So for our adults, that tends to be stroke, brain injury, Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis are our common diagnoses. And then for the pediatric population, we tend to see a lot of kiddos with autism, ADD or ADHD, sensory regulation problems, emotional regulation issues, the traditional handwriting that you see a lot of some articulation, um, voice concern, Um, balance, coordination, all of those things. Um, And we do a heavy amount of vision work. So both in the adult population after concussion, stroke, or brain injury, as well as in the pediatric population. So vision as far as reading and writing and being able to process visual information. And then we also have the consulting wing of that as well. So that takes care of the, the therapy practice, but then we have a consulting branch that does some legal consulting some educational consulting and then some ergonomic consulting as well. Wow!
1: And what do you what do you mean by aer- ergonomic consulting? So it could be anything
0: from an office place that maybe only have a few people, but we come in and we look at what's your seating and your positioning, and we look at reducing and minimizes minimizing the risk of injury as well as reducing workers' comp claims. <laughs> um, and it could be a large factory, so we also do some larger factories such settings where we come in and we look at each different work site and what the potential risks are at each site and potential exercises or stretches or activities or modifications to the particular job site and the location that might mitigate the the risk and the inherent dangers um, that, that are present for workers' comp injuries and, and keeping your, your staff active and live and, and employed.
1: Wow. That's so fascinating, kind of talking about so many different areas of expertise that you're able to assist, you know, both both people, families, companies, you know, with. So how did you first become interested in occupational therapy? Um, Interesting story.
0: So I was a senior in high school, knew I was going to go to college, had no idea what I was going to do. And wouldn't pick a school because I didn't know what I wanted to, to specialize in. Um, I, my mother sat me down at the computer because at the time, um, computer programs that helped you pick your career were not that common. So she um, she was a teacher. She had access to the, the, uh, the guidance counselor's office at her school. Christmas break, she sat me down at the computer and she said, you'll get up when you have a career. And... <laughs> Five minutes later, I got up and said, I'm going to be an occupational therapist. And she said, what is that? I said, I have no clue, but that's what I'm going to do.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. And you've obviously been very successful with it. You, you know, you're the owner of Niagara Therapy. So very thankful for mom's, you know, precipitance. Sounds like a very Northern mother. I right? speaking from, you know, experience. Um, that's, that's fantastic. So, you know, talk to me about how, you know, Niagara Therapy got started and how you've been able to grow the business. Yeah, so it
0: um again happened for, you know, just me falling into the right hole at the right time. So I had been employed at a rehab hospital and I had done inpatient rehab work and done outpatient rehab work. And we were in the situation that the entire hospital was closing their entire outpatient department. and I was um, newly appointed the director of the outpatient department. And within a month they um, through business decisions had decided to close the entire department. Mm-hmm. so I was like, well, this is great. You know, i had this great opportunity and now I'm just looking at nothing and kept focusing on the fact that, um, you know, they might've taken a job, but they didn't take my OTness and my, uh, my true profession and my passion for what I do. So I, you know, started talking to some other healthcare providers and, And the docs that referred to me basically said, you know, this is horrible. I'm so sorry, but what's your new fax number? Because I still have patients that need to see you. And so I said, well, you know what? Give me a few months and I'm going to give you a new fax number. And within a few months, I turned around, found the office space, got credentialed with insurance companies and um, spent a lot of time on the phone. Insurance companies are wonderful to deal with. And, (laughs) (laughs) um, And started the practice. So started it with just myself and me and about uh fifteen hundred square feet. <laughs> yeah, we were huge. And uh, you know, I was answering the phone, catching it at the front desk and cleaning the toilet between patients. You know, it was a one stop shop. And uh I did everything. So then it, we expanded and started seeing the need to have speech involved. And so Um, brought on some more occupational therapy staff, brought on a speech language pathologist, kept growing up. In the same building, uh, about 4,000 square feet office space opened up, moved to that. So now, you know, getting a little bit bigger, expanding, adding physical therapy now into this next. So now we really had the the trifecta of therapy with occupational physical and speech therapy. Um, and when you're looking at that neurological population, that's what they need. That's that's really the key of what these folks need is all of those in one location. Um, kept expanding, kept getting bigger. And then I decided that, you know, paying hey, rent is really just not working for me. So I went out and bought a building because <laughs> I needed another project. <laughs> uh, bought a building um, and currently on a 10,000 square foot space where we we moved the practice at um you know full swing system lots of technology lots of um really really cool advanced techniques that allow for really specialized treatment for these folks that really needed it in the region
1: wow that's fantastic that's a amazing story Ty and talking about your growth <laughs> like you know you hear company stories sometimes where you really you started with you know with you and we're able to grow it do you think that that's one of the biggest um you know uh differentiating factors that niagara therapy has is that you know you are the backbone you're you're still you know working do you think that's what really separates you from your competition i think that's a large component
0: in that all of our decisions as a company are made from a truly patient-centered focus Mm -hmm. um they you know we, we do balance the budget and make things work but If it comes to push and shove, if a patient need is what's what's at cost, then then that's where we focus. Mm -hmm. All of our sessions are one-on-one. Imagine going to the therapist and actually seeing a physical occupational speech therapist one-on-one in succession, you know, that you go from one to the next to the next um, and getting all of those needs met. And the treatment plans that we work on are truly individualized. Mm -hmm. Um, You can look at each chart and the goals are relevant based on what that patient needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Truly customized to each individual person, which makes it very unique um, in that you have that individual attention, plus the access to all the advanced tools and equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got a lot of tools that are not readily available. And um, the next closest location for some of these are three, four hours away. So being able to have access to advanced balance equipment, um, manual techniques, therapists that are certified in these things, and and have these advanced credentials.
1: Wow, that's really fascinating, and I, I imagine Erie is very lucky to be able to have, you know, like you said, an all-encompassing one-stop location for these three services. Because when you talk about needing occupational therapy, maybe, you know, needing support with speech, needing physical therapy, those are very high-need cases where you can't just go anywhere. Like you, you know, it's a very, it's, it's, it's a, it's a practice. And, you know, people are, you know, go through years and years of schooling. So, you know, I imagine that your, you know, your clients are very thankful to be able to just have one specialized place for all three. To think so. <laughs> <laughs> love, actually, I, I, that's that's really fascinating. That's great. So, kind of talking about you know like a lot of common misconceptions in the industry. Do you hear kind of one most significant misconception more than others? Not so much in therapy in general, but specific to
0: occupational therapy. And perfect that we're talking about this right now because April is Occupational Therapy Month. So um tote on us, but um, oftentimes occupational therapy is misconstrued as either the injury that happens at work and you do therapy for that, or the injury or the person needs to find a job and you help them find the job. And truly occupational therapy it can do those things, but that is only a minuscule level of what we actually do. Uh, it really, we, we need better marketing staff. <laughs> <laughs> the profession. We need a marketer. Uh, but really what occupation is, is anything that you do, including from when you wake up, the sleeping that you did before you wake up to waking up your morning routine, going to work do doing the things that you do at home through the rest of your day. Um, so for kids, that includes learning at school, being able to sit in the chair, reading, playing with friends, engaging, tying their shoes, You know, all of those things are included in occupations. It's what you do in your day. Um, For oftentimes kids, it's things that they are lacking in development. They are going as fast as they they typically should. And then on the flip side, for adults, it's something has intercepted in life, whether they've had a concussion, a stroke, um, they've had Parkinson's or multiple sclerosis, something's happened in their life that they used to do all of these occupations and now they can't perform them at the same capacity that they used to. So whether an occupational therapist is giving them the function that they should have or reapplying function that they should have, um, we work in both of those ways. Both in the remedial of that, we're actually getting them to do it again or we're using tools, gadgets, gizmos and things to accommodate that that new change. Um, and be able to still accomplish the mission and the task to, to do that occupation. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a really important factor that you're talking about in considering what is occupational therapy, because if people are looking for a job, if you're an occupational therapist, sure, come to Niagara Therapy. However... Niagara therapy isn't going to help you become employed, right? So kind of, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they're, ta- they're talking about like activities of daily living, right? Mm-hmm. Like occupational therapists really focus on those kind of core things. So I think mm-hmm. that's a very common misconception um, in understanding what specifically your practice does.
0: Correct. And, and the, to the extent that we can find somebody a job in that we have clients that have something like um, autism, and so we work on the key social skills that they need to have a job. And we work on the interview skills and, and the work tasks, but
1: not finding a traditional not the place. job, not the yeah. job. <laughs> That's fascinating. That's great. Well, funny, not fascinating, funny. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Michelle, as we start to, you know, wrap up this conversation, where can people go to learn more about Niagara therapy? So obviously our
0: website, which is www.niagaratherapyllc.com or you are the welcome to reach out to any of our social media platforms. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Feel free to actually reach out message us if you have a question. The phone number, our emails are on the website
1: and the social media. We're happy to help. That's great, that's great. So, you know, Michelle, like I said, as we wrap up this conversation, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with either about occupational therapy, about entrepreneurship and owning your own practice, life in general, anything you want to leave our listeners with? i would say if you're if you're a patient just remember
0: that your goals are the most important in your rehab and your medical care and being your own advocate is okay and and really that's that's critical and important in healthcare these days Um, from the business capacity i would say the same being your advocate for your company for your entity and and really empowering yourself is is where you need to be and that's what you need to do for your business and your company and it may look greener on the other side but trust me it's always work
1: and it's worth it but it's always work it's always work it's always work well michelle this has been a fantastic conversation super enlightening and fun i really appreciate you breaking down you know your company how you got into it you know the importance of understanding your needs occupational therapy i think this was a great conversation i appreciate you being on business ninjas today thank you it's been great i appreciate this
0: hey